This is BC Radio Live with Philip and Eric. Live online at blogtalkradio.com slash bcradio. Aloha. Tonight on BC Radio Live, we're going to start the first half of the show with a few members of the all-star punk band, the T4 Project, namely Shannon St. Ryan, Jason Cruz, Greg Hetzel, and Spike T. Smith. Then, for the second half of the show, we'll talk with mindless self-indulgence about their mixture of punk rock and electronic music. All in all, this is EC Radio Live, Punk Rock Edition. We are currently experiencing some technical difficulties, so the chat room is not open. There may be no live video feeds for the show tonight, but we will see what we can do to get people on the air and get talking. Uh, I am Philip Wynn, the chief geek at BC Magazine, but unfortunately not at Blog Talk Radio, or perhaps fortunately. And I'm joined tonight by Eric Olson, founder and publisher of BC Magazine. Welcome, Eric. Thanks, Philip. Hey, you're not allowed to say anything disparaging about Blog no. Talk Radio technology, you know. I'm I'm sure it is not their fault. Uh, it's just going to be an interesting evening. Uh, also with us tonight is Lisa McKay, executive editor of BC Magazine. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you, Philip. Good evening, Eric. How are you both? Well, how are you, Lisa? I'm really well. I'm really, I'm really, really glad. Things are things are looking up, man. We're page rank seven now. The world is at our feet and our disposal. We do right. BC Magazine is having uh, having some exciting uh, times, and vis-a-vis our relationship with Google, Google giveth and Google taketh away. And just, Man, that's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> just recently, they've recognized our hard work and promoted us a little bit, so uh, that that's always a good thing. I think that's, that's enough to overcome any other issues we might encounter, eh? Absolutely. And boy, I'll tell you what, I am charged up about tonight's show because we are... We are focused on a relatively narrow path, although I suppose you could say that, that T4 is, is, uh, is a pretty serious project. It's quite heartfelt and all that, so we're seeing that side of the punk rock phenomena. And Mindless Self-Indulgence is, man, they're, they're nutty in, in a positive way and, uh, and, and wildly popular for an independent band. So, boy, tonight is, is, is really something. You know, usually we're all kind of all over the map covering everything from Americana to... Uh, jazzy vocalists and authors and whatnot, but but we are focused on the wilder side of life tonight. Yeah, you know, actually, I was uh, I was in a men's room recently and spotted a poster for uh, Mindless Self-Indulgence. In, in How appropriate, since the guy's name is Urine. <laughs> right. I think he, yeah, and uh, unfortunately, I realized it was a couple of days prior to uh, my appearance in that restroom, so I, I missed him here in Dallas already. I'm kind of bummed. Oh, well. Yes, I miss them in Cleveland because I had to go to a, I had to go to my daughter's softball game and I had to call and apologize because it was her first game and she made it very clear that she probably would never speak to me again. And considering she's only eight, that would be a long time of not being spoken to by one's daughter. Yeah, that that must have been a tough call back and forth though. It was. But speaking of all that, uh, we we got a bunch of phone. People, people on the phone, we have to identify, and uh, with the T4 project. So why don't we, uh, why don't we attempt to do that, and, well, and bring them in? Let me jump in. We've got 
like I said, we're having a few technical difficulties. So let me let me jump in first and uh, let's play a little bit of a, a song while I see if we can get some of this ironed out. Uh, let me just say the T4 project story-based concept album is uh, the culmination of two and a half years of recording sessions on two different continents by more than a dozen different musicians. So uh, let's kick the show into gear by hearing a sample from the album right now. This song is called Introduction. Introduction from the T4 Project story-based concept album. It took Shannon St. Ryan four years to put this project together, uh, working with an all-star cast and crew. The album is now available. The website is vt4project.com, and tonight we're planning to talk with four members of the project. I've so far successfully identified exactly one, and I've got a, a switchboard that's lit up like the proverbial Christmas tree, but we'll see what we can do. Uh, Shannon St. Ryan composed and produced this album, as well as playing some guitar. Uh, Jason Cruz is the lead vocalist on the album. Greg Hepson played guitar for several tracks. And Spike T. Smith, the one person I know for sure I have on the line, uh, was one of the drummers for the project. So welcome to BC Radio Live, everybody. Hello. Hello. Is it? All right, I think, are we all here? <laughs> well, there are a number of us here. Why don't we identify ourselves? I'm Eric Olson. I'm Spike T. Smith. Rock. <laughs> All right, Greg Hetson. Excellent. Hey, Greg, do you recall that I DJ'd while the, in between Circle Jerk sets at UCLA Frat House, their annual punk party? I forget which one because it's too long ago. Too many beers and drugs in the meantime. In the late 80s, you guys did the party, I think, kind of every year for a while. Do you remember that? I remember the I remember the party, and I remember there was, like, different rooms set up with drinks set up. Before you could actually get to the party, I'd go through, a, a, like, a gauntlet. Of different, yeah, yes, yes. I do remember that. Very well. I DJed in between uh, your sets. It, w- one of the highlights of my DJ career. <laughs> that was actually good times, good times. Yeah. Do we, have, do we have Jason on the line? I'm right here. Oh, very good. And do we have Shannon St. Ryan? The one person we're missing. Okay, let me see what else I can do here. Do we have Shannon St. Ryan on the line now? Uh, I think it's too long. 
He's never that slow. He can't be there. He's not, he's not important. We're the real stars here, right? All right. Well, hey, why don't we start with who's been who until who's we find talking? Shannon uh, of of Jason, Greg, and Spike. Who's been involved with the project the longest? Um, I don't know. I guess I, I would have been. I was the earliest to start recording because the drums tend to always go down first. So. <laughs> I laid down those few tentative notes, but that doesn't mean I, I think Jason's been involved the longest. Well, what I was looking for is perhaps someone, uh, you know, uh, or, or maybe just one at a time. It doesn't really matter. Um, you know, kind of relate your side of the project. How did you get involved? What are your thoughts on it? Uh, eventually, we'll find Shannon. Of course, he's kind of the originator of the whole thing, and he can he can tell his tale, but. Uh, Love to hear, you know, what each of you guys think about the whole thing. How'd you get involved? What's it mean to you? And and how is this different from, you know, kind of your typical punk album? Well, probably Jason should go first. All right, we'll start with Jason. He's got the second biggest part to play because he wrote all the lyrics, I think. So. Okay, Jason, are you there? I'm on headphones. Strange. Is he there? Do we hear Jason? Well, I thought we heard Jason earlier, but we don't seem to hear from well, him Well, I thought now. he said hello at some point. Uh, I thought I thought so, too. Right I thought I heard it, too. Hello? hello? Hi. Is that Jason? Right here. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. We can. Cool. <laughs> uh, the, the, the theory was that you probably had been with the project the longest, uh, other than... Than, uh, than Shannon, of course, who we're trying to identify through the myriad phone calls coming in. We we didn't think ahead and, and get you guys' phone numbers in advance so we'd be able to identify you. And poor Philip sitting at a switchboard <laughs> checking each one to see who it is. So anyway, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your participation in it, how you got involved, and, and, and how you view this whole thing. You know, How is this different from, from other people involved? Well, sure. Uh, Shannon was touring with me for a while. Uh, he had the idea originally while he was working with me and Strung Out. And um, it was just a fluke that we would get together and write Hello. because we had this time. Hello. I was going to turn into such a thing, you know, such a such a monster that it is. And and how did it de- – is Shannon with us? I heard a hello in there somewhere. Um, yeah. Shannon has joined us? No, this is Nick from New Jersey. Did I somehow get in? Uh, it would appear that you did. Uh, why, don't you, why don't you hold on a second there, Nick, please? Uh, okay, Jason. So uh, why don't you maybe, with with fearing that we may not ever find Shannon, which of course I hope we do because it's it's his thing, as I understand it. Why don't you um, you know just kind of tell the basic story of it? What's the story about? Uh, you know that that part of it. How did that come together? And and do you do vocals on all the songs or just some of them? Uh, I do vocals on all the songs, and uh, Shannon originally had a, a demo that he showed me while he was on tour with me, and he showed me these songs, and I told him I would love to sing over them. So I got home from that tour, and a few months later, we just started uh, meeting up every weekend and working on it, and um, I had we really I had no expectations. It was just something fun to do, and Shannon's a, a pretty talented, driven kid, so I knew that whatever I did with Shannon would always turn would you know would turn out to be really cool. So um, he started. To my surprise, started getting more and more. Every week, I'd talk to him, and he'd get more and more people involved in it, and it turned into this. Turned into this. What, what do you think is the? What was his gift to bring in all this? This you know, this absolute uh, all-star band of, or all-star community really is what it is, right? 
of of uh, of punk legends from uh, from both sides of the pond. What what do you think he he was able to to what did what did everyone see in what he was trying to accomplish? I think what everybody saw was the fact that that one person without any help from any record label or any kind of major distributor can get all these people together to do something like this. And I think he proved to the community, to the world, that anybody can can make a record and, and put it out there. Did he did he write all the songs or, or were they group projects? He wrote uh he had all he had all the songs written already and he had all the um he had all the um the little commercials for him in between each each song. And um he just gave me a basic story outline and I wrote the lyrics and the melodies to it and and we did that as a as a demo with a drum machine and then took it to all the musicians and they did what they did to it. So you wrote the actual lyrics, but he told you kind of what he, he saw each song as being about, or he already yeah, had, he had a story a, written. Yeah, he had out. a story. He had a story written already, and he had uh, each song sequence. Like Shannon is the most um, everything he does is so well thought out and planned that he just gives it to you and gives you a direction and lets you do what you do. And that's the best thing about the project is he had a, a pretty cohesive plan, but he had enough space for everybody to to do what they wanted to put their fingerprint on it if you will so he's sort of first among equals and the rest is is pretty collaborative yeah exactly um, i'm really interested kind of, i'm sorry I'm go sorry. ahead this is greg i wanted to interject and say please hello to do please please the d4 project hey guys anyway hey, uh, greg. uh well he just kind of well, i first kind of heard about it through uh Bass player in Bad Religion, Jay. He was, I guess, he met Shannon and was involved first. And I called him one day, asking him about some Bad Religion stuff. And he's like, I heard it was like an English ringtone. It's like, what are you doing? He's like, I don't know. Somehow I was on the beach, and next thing you know, I'm recording in England on this project. And <laughs> wow, swept much, away. Didn't think, didn't think much of it. A few months later, I get a call from Fletcher from Pennywise. He goes, You got Hudson. You gotta, you know, get get involved. This guy's a genius, Shannon. He wants to get a hold of you. You got to play on this record. It's you know. And then I talked to Shannon, and he kind of told me about the uh, the concept, and that's kind of how it happened. He showed up at my house at my studio, and I didn't hear anything except for the concept, and played the songs a few times, and I was terrified because I had no clue what I was going to do, and that's kind of <laughs> how it worked with me. Wow. So did he kind of go to all you guys? I mean, did he go to where you were? Uh, I mean, obviously, I would think that would have, that helped facilitate things if he was able to travel like that. I mean, did that pose problems as far as just technically? Nah, with the world of Pro Tools, and I mean, you put things on a drive and you just carry it around with you, and a laptop, you know, basically, or or a drive, and it's pretty easy. I see. Well, can you explain that process? Just I, I'm really fascinated how that works. I, I, I haven't been in a studio in, in quite a while. I've made some electronic music, you know, just literally right on my computer. But in the real world with real musicians recording, I'm a little behind the times. Could, could you maybe just run us through that? How does that actually work? Anybody? I'm not the best person to speak about it. I'll speak about the bit when he came over to England, if you want. In fact, I remember that phone call between Greg and Jay, because I was with him at the time. Yes, please, uh, go ahead. Well, I can't say about the Pro Tools bit. I think that um, anybody else on this phone line is probably more qualified to speak about that than me. Well, we could certainly get back to that. No problem. Okay. Go ahead. Well, I mean, I, I was part of the initial process of recording, which started in England. 
And um, when we did that, um, myself and Trotsky, who's the other drummer that performs on the tracks, uh, Jay Bentley and Tony Barber, the two bass players, so essentially the rhythm section got together in a, a studio in London called Southern Studios. That's got a colourful history related. Um, we're recording punk bands from, you know, crass, uh, um, early subhumans and all those kind of, you know, like uh, anarcho-political bands. And that's where we initially based ourselves, and that's where Shannon wanted to start, in fact. Um, I think you like the fact of starting at a studio that, um, you know, just had a bit of, you know, like um, solid punk rock history, you know? Sure. Um, so that's how it all began. And then uh, the bit about the computer and Pro Tools is where it goes beyond me. Well, um, you, if I could, if yeah, I could go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, to me, like to, to to take off where Spike um, left, um, punk rock I think has always been about doing it yourself and taking you know your inspiration and just going out and getting it done no matter what. And I think with Pro Tools, um, it enables anybody to make a record. You know, you buy the program, you put in your computer, and like Greg said, you could take it anywhere to anybody's house put it on a disk drive and it's totally portable and it just takes all the power away from these big studios and you know and it gives it to the people and anybody can can do it now and i think that's like to say it again that's what that's what drove me to this project was the fact that like you don't need a record label anymore if you think it up and you have the um the willpower you could do it you know anybody can do it now right you do all your vocals in the booth in the bedroom I did all my vocals in Shannon's bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is DIY uh, as as it gets, right? Yeah, it was professional DIY though. I think they did build a proper booth. Oh well, in that <laughs> case. Didn't use the shower? Yeah, with a window, right? <laughs> now was Shannon the producer? Did, I mean, was he the engineer too? The producer and the engineer and the director and yeah, he did it all. Wow. Have we what, found what, Shannon yet by any chance? It does uh, not appear It's so. too long a pause. He's not there. Oh, we're sad. <laughs> You'll know yeah, when you, he's you there. Yeah, you keep there saying that. Is he, is he a, won't be a pause. Uh, would he be he, interjecting here? He'd, he'd be putting in like that Nick did. <laughs> I mean that in the nicest way, though. <laughs> Why doesn't, um, maybe if someone could kind of relate, perhaps uh, Jason, but but certainly anyone else, uh, tell us a little bit about the story. You know, what what is it all about? When, I, when I'm when i seeing the, uh, I haven't seen the, the physical product yet, I'm looking at, at the, the MP3s in order, and it looks like some sort of list of platonic ideals. You know, I mean, you just have these fundamental titles, military, underground, censorship. Are those the actual song titles? Some of them are the uh, the commercials in between, I think. Yeah, I have 18. I'm looking at 18 MP3s that I went through. and Yeah, some were songs and some were the, the commercials in between. But do, are the song titles... It kind of runs song commercial, song commercial, song commercial. You know, a kind of little bit like TV does now. Right. <laughs> well, we've, we've, we've got a few more uh, samples from the album as well. In fact, I've, I've queued up uh, four of the songs, but uh, none of the commercials. So maybe we can jump in and play a sample of uh, Underground. This is actually one that I believe all three of you who are on the line worked on. Is that right, Jason, Greg, and Spike? Yeah, I think we're, so. Yeah, <laughs> we, right. we, we worked on together separately, yes. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I guess my point is the other two songs I have uh, include perhaps you know Jason and Greg, but uh, but not Spike or Spike and Jason, but not Greg. That sort of yeah. Thing. Hey, uh, I'm getting a call. You know what? Uh, on my uh, on my cell, I'm wondering if that is Shannon. Would he be calling from six one zero? I think so. All right, let me get that. I'm, I'm going to go. Uh, Philip, can well, you okay, carry I've on just here? Brought, I've just brought a six one zero on the line as well. Uh, Shannon, are you there now? Okay, Too long a pause. It's not him. All right. Well, let me play <laughs> Underground while Eric tries to hunt that down. So here, here's a sample okay. of Underground. the new album, which is called, again, T4 Project, story-based concept album. Uh, we've been talking with a few members of the band, and you can find out more about the album, about the project, at vt4project.com, uh, or also, I believe, at myspace.com slash t4project, letter T, number four. Have we talked about the super excellent site, the other site, the www.vthe the letter T, the number four, project.com, because it really, there's all kinds of pictures. It explains the whole project. That is that is super good. And you can buy the album there, which is now out. Is that correct? I believe so. Yeah. came out on Monday. Okay, yeah, that's what I had. All right, that was, it, it wasn't uh, Shannon himself, but his representative. He will be calling in, Philip, on 805, from 805. So let's uh, <laughs> let's try to get him in there. All right, Shannon, are you on the line now? Well, I have a phone from uh, 805 on the line, but it uh, doesn't appear to be Shannon. So I will look for any other 805 callers and bring them in as they as they dial in. Okay. All right. So well, that's uh, the first time I've known him not to be completely uh, there. <laughs> it is rather ironic, is it not? <laughs> that our that our hosts are uh, the uh, the focal point of this whole thing, bringing together. How many people are on here? I I, I could count, but I. Is there Hello? 12 people? We, I think we have Shannon on the line now. Is that right? You guys hear me? Oh, yes. that is. Hello? <laughs> Shannon, hello. Yes, we can hear you. Hello. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, I, you have yeah, arrived. I've been, for, I've been calling for, like, I can't get through it, and I heard this awful racket on the radio, and I thought, hey, that's the T4 project. That's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's great. It's cool. How are you guys doing? We are yeah, we're all here, Shannon. All your pals have been speaking for you here. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, I'm going to go then. So. <laughs> no, no, no. We need you. Now, you yeah. live in Ventura, but you, you don't sound like you were born in Ventura. No, I was born in Oklahoma. And uh, nah, I'm from northwest of England. <laughs> Oklahoma. Is, uh, uh, I was born in Blackburn and raised uh, closest town, Preston, near Manchester. And when did you move to Ventura? 
Um, well, I, I actually first came to the States as a teenager with my mum and dad, uh, but I've gone like back and forth and lived in LA for a bit and uh, in, in the desert for a bit. And Ventura, I got a job that um, was just perfect, and I love the the climate out here because I, I yeah I melt in the heat, so Ventura is uh, is great. I really yeah, like you it. got the sea breezes there, yeah. That, that is a really nice area. Well, you know, we've been talking about kind of all kind of around the project from from uh, some of the, you know all the people who are involved here. And what a my goodness, what an amazing selection of punk heroes you had! Congratulations for that. Why don't you um, just kind of give us your basic rundown? Since uh, unfortunately we're going to be running out of time here fairly soon. Why don't you just t- uh, you know give us your what was the impetus for this in the first place, and what does it mean to you, and and kind of what is the essence of this? Um, well, I suppose in a, in a, it's been developing over time, like the, just the idea. The, I first thought about the T4 virus, I saw it in a biology book in school, and I thought, oh, what a beautiful metaphor, and um, always stuck in my head. So for, you know, I suppose I've been doing music for about 15 years, so I was always playing around with the idea. And I spent about four years recording bands, doing, you know, garage punk bands to um, working with established labels, doing pre-production, and I met a lot of different artists, and uh, all from different genres, but I realised they have the same, kind of like the same focus, everyone going kind of going against the grain, and, and uh, they're different vehicles, different styles of music, so with that, I thought it'd be great to, to bring everyone together, almost like a celebration to, you know, illustrate the story, and um, uh, so I, I ended up coming back off of this US tour, where, where I was with a band, and I was living in LA, I came home, and I was evicted from the apartment, and I lost my job for leaving it for tour, and and also disbanded, like, um, I wasn't with the band anymore, so it was a real scary part in life, and uh, that was when I thought the best thing to do would be to throw myself into a huge amount of debt and record another album. So, <laughs> Thank God you did. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's a dream come true, honestly. It's, um, and anyone, anyone can, can do it, it's just... Uh, you know, persistence and patience, and uh, if you if you believe in it, and you know, it's just the heart. The, the heart was there. Everyone, you know, we all gravitated towards something that we feel is a positive thing. So, um, yeah, it took a lot of work, but shit, it's uh, at the end of the day, I think we've done a terrific job. Really proud of it. As well, you should be, and uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's an amazing thing. At what point did you realize, wow, this thing really is? going to come together because obviously it was it wasn't an easy thing to pull off <laughs> it was, uh, i think the, the frightening part was the studio. i always wanted to record there because craft a real favorite band of mine from england they they recorded in the studio it's like the abbey road of punk so there was a window of opportunity to get the entire rhythm section together you know two drummers two bass players and and I love the energy that uh, I always notice the energy in live recordings versus separate style of recording because it's industry industry standard to do like drums, bass, and guitar and do it all separate. So I had that one week window, and it was uh, it was quite a pretty penny to put that thing together. But I had to jump at the opportunity, and I was searching for funding from a label like all around and. Um, 
no one I understand you know the industry is changing because if we we you know with the downloading and people are very weary about sinking you know funds into something that can't tour like the next band can so I understand but at the end of the day we wanted to put this record together and uh, so we did and I had to take out a loan and and put the money down on that recording uh, and also you know putting us up in hotels and flights and uh but when we were there, when we got there, it's just magic. And you know you're doing the right thing. And, um, yeah, I, I, I looked at it as being, as it said, the record's still going to be around in 30 years. So divide that amount of money by 30 years. You tell me if it's worth it. Right. Hey, Andy, hey, I'm, so, I'm sorry. This, it, this is Greg. i got to go to my daughter's uh, open house here. So i gotta, I got to run off. <laughs> I can't miss that, else she would probably disown me, just like one of the hosts said they were. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that story before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah was, I think we've all been there. Oh, we're all going to go there. Hell <laughs> hath no fury I, I, like I a spurned daughter. That's right. right. I got. I I do want to say that you know I got to give Shannon props because at one point I was playing a song in this style that I wasn't necessarily accustomed to. Guitar wise, and I was about, I hand, pretty much handed him guitar and said, You just do it, I can't do it. And he made me sit there and I did it. And uh, I'll give you golf claps for that and for pushing me to the <laughs> limits there, sir. Thank you. Um, okay, great anyway, bit hey, of guitar in that too, Greg. Hey, yeah, anyway, hey, thanks for having me. I got to run. All right, thanks <laughs> very much. Okay, all right. All See you, Greg. Bye. Bye, mate. Okay. Well, wow. It's it's all it's all very exciting. What, uh, Shannon? Maybe if you could just super quick. I, I realize it's ridiculous to try to boil it down, but maybe just give us the essence of the story uh, behind, you know, of of the the story told in on the album. Uh, I'd say that, you know, for me, for like personally, for me, it's it's open ended to where it can it affects people in different ways. But for me, it's about thinking before you act. Because every day there's moments that happen in life, and um, it's about thinking about it first, you know. And like the, the whole climatic ending of the story, there's some thoughts that are exchanged, and one guy caught that moment, and the other guy didn't. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Now, will you be able to put together some sort of tour uh, behind it? Yeah. Who's going to do that? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. How much you offering? I think. <laughs> Let's volunteer Spike and Jason for for being on the line. That's that's their uh, yeah yeah yeah. I'm completely (laughs) up for it. In all all honesty, yeah, to to have um, you know this group of people, it's difficult with the 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 different tour schedules going on. But it it ain't out of this world to think that we could take a week of our time and do a couple rehearsals and do two shows in LA and just have a fucking blast. Yeah, that's Uh, that's a great idea. That sounds like a good, a great I have to point out to you, I don't know if you know, but I'm phoning from, from the UK here, so it's about, you know, like half two in the morning. <laughs> pitch black in Sydney, <laughs> California, is sounding really good. Right, and Jason, you're on East Coast? In, I'm in Virginia Beach right now. Virginia, and I'm on I got Ventura, California. <laughs> we are worldwide tonight. So as Where you can you see, all, all in the T4 project is functioning as normal. <laughs> That uh, is, nobody is uh, close to anybody else at this moment <laughs> in time. Yeah, but you got Pro Tools. <laughs> we got Pro Tools and we got phones, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, this internet radio is some pretty great stuff because, I mean, you know, we just call in, too. It's not like we're in a studio. <laughs> it is all phone-based, and that is what makes it work. It's 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 terrific. We could do it from anywhere. And besides being live, you know, we've been on for a half hour now. Besides being live, everything's then archived uh, and recorded automatically. So it, yeah, it'll, right it, that. it's yeah. there forever. Oh, man, never goes away. No, well, well, Philip, you wanna, do you have any more tunes to play? I do. In fact, we're about out of time, so we need to move on. Uh, Shannon, I've got I've got a sample of 15 minutes and a sample of break-in. Which one do you think we ought to close with? Well, uh, people, you know what? Those keyboards rock. The keyboards rock on 15 minutes, so bring in those keyboards. Yeah. All, All right. Well, here's here's a here's about a minute or so of 15 minutes from the T4 project. Hello? You can order a copy of that album, The T4 Project, cheap at vt4project.com. T-H-E-T, the number four, project.com. And uh, also check out myspace.com slash T4 Project for more information. And thanks to Shannon St. Ryan, Jason Cruz, Greg Hetson, and Spike T. Smith for uh, enduring the uh, difficulty and, and sticking with us tonight. Uh, you know, normally on, on BC Radio Live, we bounce around from topic to topic. We, we flit like uh, hyperactive birds going uh, from books to music to everything. Today we're going to be switching from, uh, you know, from punk to punk, basically, or electronic punk. Uh, so just a quick warning, the next few song lyrics will bump the rating of the show up from the usual G or PG into PG-13 or higher territory. Uh, but with that warning out of the way, let's go ahead and get started uh, with Mindless Self-Indulgence. Here's a quick sample of their song, Never Wanted to Dance. There is nothing you can do that I've not already done to myself. There is nothing you can do that I've not already done to myself. There is nothing you can do that I've not already done to myself. No, there is nothing you can do that I have not already done to myself. Never wanted to dance with nobody not you. Fucking bitch! Reignite! Reignite for me! I feel that's the pain! Reignite! 
that was Never Wanted to Dance from the new Mindless Self-Indulgence album called If. MSI is a New York band currently on a U.S. tour. In fact, they'll be playing in Tempe, Arizona a little later tonight. You can find out more about the band at either mindlessselfindulgence.com or myspace.com slash mindlessselfindulgence. There are a lot of S's in there. Uh, but they're hopefully here to talk with us right now, assuming we can find them on the switchboard. Welcome to BC Radio Live, guys and gals. Hello? Well, I'm hoping we can get <laughs> anyone from the band on the line. I have warned the fans several times in what passes for a chat room with tonight's technical difficulties that if we can't clear the switchboard, we won't be able to talk to the band. That's not a, a threat. It's simply a statement of fact. It's not going to work unless people hang up. So let's hope that we can hear from the band. And let's... <laughs> Hello? Hello? Yeah, so we may end up with uh we may end up with some problems. Hi, I'm here. Are you there, Philip? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Alright, so do we have anyone else from the band yet? It doesn't appear so, but the uh since the switchboard won't clear up, uh when I bring everybody on, we get random noise and garbage, and uh, when I don't bring everybody on, it's hard to tell, you know, who's whom. Ah, uh, yes. Well, knowing where they're playing tonight, how about if we apply that uh, information? Yep, working on that. All right, well, while Philip's doing that, boy, let's talk a little bit about Mindless Self-Indulgence. I, I knew I recognized the name of the band, although I haven't really been following them all that much of late, and I realized I have two albums going all the way back to 99, and the first one came out, and they were actually on a major label. They were on Elektra, and the first album, at least the first one I have, is uh, Frankenstein Girls Will Seem Strangely Will Seem Strangely Sexy. Well, of course they will, and what is phenomenal and bizarre about that one about that album is it's got 30 tunes on it and every single one of them has uh, uh we have all oh, the vowels <laughs> are blipped out and, and or uh the songs are simply named for consonants and uh 30 songs on one single cd and i would say comparing that one to the latest one if which i was listening to a couple times through today Man, have they progressed. I mean, this this latest one is really, really good. It's super hot. It's really varied. It goes from, I mean, they literally cover the musical spectrum. I mean, sure, you could kind of say it's punk-based, and, and there's electronics on most or all the songs. But, of course, you have live instrumentation also with guitar, drums, and bass, and then uh, and then uh, the vocals. And, but the thing is, is that it really covers the entire kind of rock music spectrum punk, uh, industrial-ish, although the vocals never really sound industrially. They're not processed in that growling industrial manner. But, uh, you know, you have aggressive electronic beats, live guitars, you know, rocking elements. There's there's metal-ish, hardcore elements, and it's really all over the place. But it's also all hooky and, and pretty poppy. So it uh, – oh, and let's not forget the million-mile-an-hour beats on many of the tunes. So you want to talk about high energy – that, hello? Yep. Go ahead. All right. That first one that we heard that Philip played, that I love that one. Never wanted to dance. Hello? That's pretty good. Hello? Who's there? Hello? 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 Hello
Well, I'm hearing an echo and everything. Okay, well let's go let's go ahead and carry on. In fact, let me let me go ahead and jump in and and play another sample while we try to resolve this. This is this is actually uh, you know, I, I was having a debate earlier how much punk there was really in NSI's music compared to some of the other elements you're talking about. But I would have to say this is truly the punk vibe, right? To completely overwhelm a show, to to break it, to break everything in sight. I, I think it's I think it's doing much good for the band uh, in terms of their punk ethos, if not actually getting their uh, their message out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Well, we were we were warned that that uh, I mean, when you look at the statistics, you know, they they've been near the top in in both friends and in uh, on on MySpace and in video plays. I mean, I'm looking at a song, the Shut Me Up video has been played almost 4 million times. Well, he, this song it was actually uh, quite been quite popular. This is a one off the new album. This one's called Mastermind. Here's Mastermind. Well, Mind off the new Mind the Self-Indulgence album, If. Do we have anyone from the band on the line with us right now? Nope, it's sounding like not, so. Hey, Philip. Yeah. They're calling on 352. All right. Well, that number's not showing up right at this moment. I did see some 352s earlier, but they appear to be gone right now. So if they can recall, that would be great, and we'll get them on the line. In the meantime, let me actually play uh, another track. This is another another good way. Uh, here is On It from the new album, Yes. All right. All right, I'm back. Is that helpful? That's good. What? 
was really rocking material. Yeah, on it is one of the songs you'll find on If, and unfortunately we're still not seeing that area code or uh, members of the band on the switchboard. Three five two. I'm not seeing it. All right, uh, here. Uh, why don't you read from the? Uh, did you get the? Look at the impress me page that we got from Gary. Why don't you read some of those stats? It's really pretty amazing. Single Never Wanted to Dance debuted in the number one slot on Billboard's Hot Sales single chart. Uh, they are currently the number one unsigned band on MySpace in the electronic and punk categories, and they've been MySpace top ten since the site's inception. They have over 400,000 real non-bot friends and millions and millions of plays. Video for the song Golden Eye was number one most viewed on YouTube. Shut Me Up had uh, is now at about 4 million plays on YouTube. Straight to video, well over 2 million. Some pretty amazing stats. All right, Philip, uh, I'm, I'm going to go offline for a second and, and try calling the number I was given and see if we can uh, use that to clear things up here. All right, sounds good. So why don't you, you and Lisa can chat away about mindless self-indulgence. <laughs> Gentlemen, through your moderation, through your touchable, none of my time is wasted. I do that shit I do. And that was Get It Up, also from uh, Mindless Self-Indulgence, off the new album, If. And and we'd like to find out if we've got anybody from MSI on the phone with us now. All right, well, it's looking like not. Well, as I was saying, Lisa, I admire the uh, the punk ethic of the fans who've uh, repeatedly ignored a variety of instructions designed to get their band on here. I, I do think it's uh, you know it's amusing. It's amusing to watch them uh, get upset in the in the chat room at the fact that they themselves are uh, causing the, their band not to be heard on the show. Yeah, that's kind of unfortunate, I'd say. But I hey, was- these things happen. <laughs> I was I was just uh, checking through some of these tour dates, and I noticed that they're going to be in my neck of the woods in Hartford in early July at the Webster Theater. Yeah, like I said, I, I missed them. Unfortunately, they were in Dallas here. Just uh, Philip, okay, we got a hold of Jimmy, and he will be calling in right now uh, from the three five two number, three five two area code. Mm-hmm. 
And, uh, yeah, it's just what we thought. He's been trying to get in, but uh, our uh, the persistent fans have uh, <laughs> been uh, have been precluding his uh, getting through. He's been trying, uh, and uh, he enjoyed hearing the music. He said, yeah, I've heard that band, and I like them. <laughs> well, the fans, uh, you know, they're still calling in. They're still clogging up. Uh, I've, I've managed to clear the switchboard a couple times, hanging up on them, and they call back as soon as they get disconnected. So they ensure that uh, he still can't get through. All right. Well, so fans, seriously, we need you to hang up so we can talk to Jimmy. It's kind of the point here, you know. Um, so p- please do. Uh, we're happy to have you call in once we get him on. But we need we need to clear the switchboard in order to get Jimmy on so that we can talk to him. So please do hang up if you're listening and uh, and just give us a little break here and then you can call right back, no problem. All right, well that's a little better. People are uh, people are listening and hopefully we'll get a call in from Jimmy here in just a minute. And then as soon as we do, people can go crazy on the phone number once again. So Eric, have you had a chance to see Mindless Self Indulgence live yet? No, that was that's where I was supposed that's to go the one see you him. With the, yeah, and and then uh, it, it was not only uh, that my daughter had a softball game, but then um, there was another event. I can't think of what it was. There was two things, and and uh, neither one. Something else with with my son, who's only four. Man, you don't want to make him mad. And between the now, two Jimmy, of them, are you on the line with us now? Oh, yeah, I'm just listening to the interesting conversation. Keep going. It's, I know you get to get to listen to this kind of stuff. It is fascinating, <laughs> is it not, to hear about my relationship with my 8- and 4-year-old who, who – that's I was supposed to come in and watch you, watch you guys when you were in Cleveland and interview you, but uh, my, my daughter made it really, really clear that she would never speak to me again. And I talked to uh, your world-class tour manager, and he seemed to understand. But I really do apologize, and we're super glad to finally have you on the line. Sorry about all the That's fine, man. Your, tech, your technology blows my mind. It's so good you guys can't even seem to work it. It's that good. Well, you know what? It, quite honestly. I've been listening to you for like the last half hour. I'm like, is Jimmy on the line? I'm like, I'm here, man. Can you hear me? I felt like Patrick Swayze and Ghost. <laughs> Excellent analogy. I like that. Hey, so did you hear me say what what great, amazing progress you've made from the '99 Electra album to this new one? It's like wow. oh yeah, yeah, believe me, I I heard all the ass kiss and that came through perfectly with all the technology. It was beautiful. Enjoyed, I got every every bit of that. You enjoyed the technological ass kissing, did you? Yes, I did. So wait, so, right. so wait the, is the show is the phone, and the phone is the show. Is that how this works? Yeah, really, it's what it boils down to. The the bottom line is the technology is not set up for a whole ton of phone calls coming in. They've, they've increased the maximum number of lines from, I think it was just five when they started, to now it's some sort of indeterminate number, and supposedly people have had up to like 30 calls at a time. But the problem is, is we have to know what line people are coming in on. And uh, if, and well, if I, was hoping, I was hoping eventually I'd, I'd be able to ask myself a question, so I was waiting patiently. <laughs> well, you did an excellent job. All right, so you've heard the, the build-up, you've heard the material. We are, we are totally digging it. How is it that you guys have, have put together this, this just amazing run of all these stats we've been rattling off about sales and all that and, and uh, achieve this level of popularity? Obviously, you're using modern technology. You're using the Internet brilliantly. Yes, we do. We use, we use a lot of technology. Sometimes we use technology that, you know, the wheel. Sometimes we use the wheel. You know, sometimes we use the cotton gin. Sometimes we use the Internet. But whatever gets the job done. 
How has, has this been a plan? I mean, did you put this together, uh, you know, with the idea of of, uh, of world domination on your own? We, we wanted to see we wanted to see this band, and it didn't exist. So we said, well, no one's going to do it. Let's invent it, and that's pretty much kind of the inspirationness that we got out of this. And then, in the sense of just we figured all the way around the block, we might as well make it unique, you know. If you're going to make a unique sound, you might as well have a unique live show. If you're going to have a unique live show, you should have a unique look. If you're going to have a unique look, you should also have a unique business sense and unique marketing sense and all that other kind of stuff. So it's always done with that sort of sense of, well, why can't you do that? Or we would like to do this. And, and that is kind of how it ends up working. And then I guess maybe that just attracts everybody in the droves that they are. They are droving. There's no question about it. Hey, they're where are you your, now? They're breaking your technology. I'm in uh, Tempe, Arizona. It's hot. It is hot. Boy, what, what, what are you? I saw something like 108 in Phoenix today or something like that. Something like that, yeah. I ain't going anywhere near that. Let, that. Let's uh, let's remind people how, how they can get a hold of you and hear the music. Uh, Philip, why don't you give that information one more time, make sure people know how to check them out and get the tour schedule. we got we got to have that good stuff here. Oh, yeah. Right. The, the, the website is mindlessselfindulgence.com. Remember, there are three S's there in the middle. and uh, Or you can check out myspace.com slash mindlessselfindulgence. You can get the tour schedule on the MySpace page. You can keep in touch with the band, get yourself added as a friend. And uh, they've got a little player with a few sample songs, uh, including a couple of the ones that we've played earlier and uh, one or two that we haven't. And I'm looking well, at the I, can I bring you with me to do that all the time? <laughs> no matter where I go to a restaurant, what would you like to order? Why don't you tell them? <laughs> Man, people have to have sidekicks. Nice. You know, everyone yeah, needs sidekicks. Well, hey, we're not, we're not there yet. We're not superheroes yet. You Boom, need baby. your Ed McMahon. Oh, wait, I need, yeah, well, either they were men or like, or like knights that have the little squires. I need like a little squire to run up and give me a lance, you know, that kind of thing. Better that than a jester, I suppose. Since since we <laughs> clearly ha- have a, a large partisan crowd that has checked in, but for those who, who are unaware of you, as, as shocking as that may be, maybe just give a little rundown of, of, the, of the background of the band and how things came together. I and mean, We've talked about the different musical styles, but I think it, it makes a lot more sense coming from the guy who put it all together. Like, does it? I don't know. I mean, it's pretty much up for anybody's interpretation. I mean... You know, everyone's going to always say, oh, it sounds like this needs that, or like it's this type of Tronic, or what was the last thing I got was like Punktronic, I think, was the last uh, one that I read in the press. I thought it was a very, yeah, that's a cute one, I like that. Uh, lately, I've been saying it's like it's like Public Enemies Fight the Power meets uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun by Cindy Lauper. That's the new one I've been counting. I like that. I like yeah. that. Well, how did you guys come together? Well, you could get, just give us that story a little bit. Well, there's no real coming together. I mean, like like I said, it's like, you know, we, you know, I had an idea and, and uh, you know, we, we I was friends with a lot of people and, you know, and, and these are my friends that are in the band. I just found people that I could play instruments and, and now we, you know, we all got along and we were all creative as well. So uh, it, that just made it so much easier because it wasn't like I had to put up a fucking you know, ad for guitarist, man, what are you into? Oh, you have to play Metallica riffs? Great, go fuck yourself, you know. It was, uh, you know, it was my friends, and so we sit around and we come up with all sorts of interesting things we want to do and what we want to say and how we want to look and, you know, the whole gambit. We all put our little paws into every piece of it. So it makes it more of a really fun art project that just rolls around the road. And like you said a bit ago, it's it's certainly a holistic endeavor because you're, you're doing all of this. I assume you guys are directing the 
the business side of it and and the and the you seem to have a lot of fun with the marketing side of it too and and i don't know are you surprised yeah, I mean, we we hit we hit all sides of it we try to keep i mean it's it's such a unique thing and we kind of learned from early on having the basic record deal you know is that the only one who's really going to know how to market you is you, unless you're a really boring straight-ahead band. If you're a rock band and you fit in the rock hole and go on the rock station and put, get put in the rock bin, you know, that's an easy, breezy, Japanese. You're good. You're all great, man. Lemon squeezy. But if you're, you know, some crazy, insane band that's like a hexagon and a rhombus in a 3D cube form, only you're going to really know how to market you, and that's kind of what we, we found out from being on a very large label like Electra, you know. They came to us and had a freaking meeting with us, and we're like, "How the hell are we going to do this?" You know, so that kind of clued us in that like we had to really the take light bulb as much went control. off, huh? <laughs> yeah, and we had to take as much. Control. We were control freaks anyway, but now we knew that you know once once we did that, we figured we you know well we can take control of the whole thing and probably make it go farther. And such, I guess it's working. I guess, man. Hey, I really do love this new album. I mean, it, to me, it really is a big a big step forward. The production is amazing. Uh, it's really super energetic, you know. In other words, the electronics it really complements for me the the you know organic rock sound. They're, they don't detract from each other, and they come together. and And I it really does sound different, you know. I mean, sure, there's all these different elements drawn from whatever, but I mean, uh, even though it's all over the place, it really does sound like you guys. So I it's mean, like I an orgasm in my ear. <laughs> I think as I think you know ultimately what it comes down to is is besides knowing what you're doing and having learned uh, perhaps the hard way and and having all that down is you guys have a lot of talent. I think that probably helps a lot. Oh, come on. Stop. Hey, do we have any time since we've had all these millions and trillions of callers? Can we take a couple calls? Oh, let them wait. Let them wait those little fuckers. Let them wait. No. <laughs> do you want to take a call? Sure, I'll take a call. I might I might hang up in their face, but let's do it. All right, let's go for it. All right, you're on, you're on the line with Jimmy for self the mind of self-indulgence. Impress me. Who's there? Hello? Yes, ask Hello? Jimmy a question, please. Jimmy is on. Go ahead, Mr. Man, ask What's a question. What's up with the Doreen Young Club? Oh, man, check it out, y'all. It's like the fucking Sanjaya Club, baby. Hey, fat guy with glasses in Florida. Ugly goblin girl in Pennsylvania. Yo, we know who you are, baby. We spy on you more than you spy on us. You are a special person in my heart, and you're an even more special person in my lawyer's heart. Peace out. Love you, baby. Bye. Wow, that was impressive. That was kind of the hip-hop side of you. Well, you know, I try to I try to go there every so often because that's where the money is. So what was that about? What was what about? That conversation. Dorian. That's my, that's my special friend. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> you're gonna get you're gonna get a lot of that because I got the crazy fans that don't stop. You got special fans all over the place, huh? I mean, I got fans that I can't even run away from if I try, even if I have bionic legs. You know, are, are you are you at all surprised by the level of success? No, you know what? Uh, we the, the the interesting thing is we do we're always so much on the road and and like working all the time, you know, when we're we're writing and touring and recording and touring and everything like that, it never really stops. So to ever see everybody kind of all of a sudden jump on the mindless train, I'm like, that's cool. You can jump, and the mainstream wants to jump on the mindless train finally. You just bring cash when you jump on the mindless train, pay in advance for your ticket, you know. I mean, I think a lot of other people have been here for a while, and, you know, they're going to enjoy it. That's fine. They want to get off the mindless train. There's always a stop for you, baby. But, um, 
you know, it, it, it just it just seems like you know if they're gonna jump on, they're gonna jump on. The nice thing is I never I never really had to, you know, suck their dick that much, you know, and kowtow to them that much, you know, which I thought was always fun. We could always write, you know, a song like Two Hookers and an Eight Ball or whatever we want because we're not really writing to get on the radio. If it gets on the radio, that's great. You know, it just seems now people are like, oh, we get it. It's like somehow we were way in the future and everyone kind of caught up. Absolutely. Well, I, I think it's more like you're a magnet, and you're drawing everyone, and now including the mainstream media, to you rather than the other way around. Well, it's a nice way to go. I mean, it makes you, it makes you feel kind of like, oh, look, I did it my way. You know, it gives you a Frank Sinatra vibe, kind of like that. Not I that think I, you're allowed I, to crow a bit about it. It's called crooning, actually, is what it's called. It's from the well, 20s. You can crow, and then you can croon. Maybe you can put them together, and you croon. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I kind of blew that one. But hey, do we have time for any more calls, Philip? Uh, let's try one more. Let's see if we don't have the. Let's see if we don't have the same effect. I have a feeling that the army is deciding to uh, to, to pull stuff. Find find some. Don't don't go them in a row. Let's let's go. Let's let's mix it up. Go to like caller number thirty-five or eighty-nine or some shit. Don't go one, two, right, three. Why should people go in order? Why should the person who got yeah. online second get to go second? Yeah, let's try You're caller right, number man. five here. You're on the line. Hello. 69. All right. Are you on the line with Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> Hi. How you doing? Well, here, let's, oh, wow. let's, let's try another call. You're on the line with Jimmy from MSI. Yes, I was wondering if you're planning on releasing tight anytime soon. Man, I would really like to do that soon because I see people put that up on eBay and get three hundred dollars for it, and that don't go in my pocket. <laughs> so, yeah, do I, am I planning on it? Yes. When is it coming? I don't know, but yeah, I'm planning on it. Believe me. All right. Awesome. That, that, that eBay stuff is out of control. Wow. I really got to start making my. Um, oh, tight was the, the the first record came out before Frankenstein Girls, and it's out of print. And now when it's up on eBay, you know, some people have it and they put it up on eBay. That shit goes for like three hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. Even when I, I see one or two at a show, I'll sign it. I'll put the buy it now price at about two hundred bucks because that's usually what they're gonna sell it for anyway. Wow. But I never see that money. Yeah, it's pretty sad. I guess. I know. I want. I'm trying to find. I, I gotta find. I, I gotta have one or two laying around. I, I mean, I could make like a thousand bucks if I had like three or four of them. You just you know? bust them out of your pocket. You have thousand dollars in your pocket. Well, you got four one. pockets in your pants, so that would be, you know, there you go. That'd be a good amount of money. There's got to be one in the back, behind the Monopoly game, or behind the Dark Tower game, or in between a ROM Space Night comic book, or something. There's got to be a tight just sitting there that I can put on eBay, <laughs> and I can sign it, and I could see, I could sign it and make it even more worth more. Uh, you know, your destiny is in your hands. I know. I should stop signing all the ones that I'm signing now and make mine worth more. And, and also, I'm Ryan Gene Simmons. You know, lyrically, your destiny is also in your glands. <laughs> wow. You're trying it all. Stick with the technology, man. It seems to be working. <laughs> the analogy is on clothes so good. You didn't like really that, analogy. that was hilarious. Actually, they're not really analogies. They're more like Yoda quotes. Well, I, I like that myself, but okay. Do you like uh, that one? I, I tried to try a different one. It rhymed with hands was the point, you see. Yeah, I like that better. I'm yeah. going to say that tonight. I'm going to go on stage and say it rhymes with hands. Okay. All right. All right. So uh, let's move on here. We're, we're past the actual, um, the live. Uh, we, we passed the live cutoff, which is 10, but it really doesn't matter because obviously this is going to have an enormous 
archive showing the the uh, the show's automatically recorded in about an hour from oh, now. Man. It'll be available from now on forever, and it'll never go away, including you telling me you didn't like my glands joke. Oh, that's never going to go away. <laughs> no, I mean, never. It will never, ever go away. It'll and be somewhere so, on the uh, anyway, we can go on as long. We can go on for a while if that is cool with you. We can take yeah, a yeah, I got, I got, I, I'm just chilling, man. I'm, I'm all cool. Excellent. Why don't we take some more calls, Philip? Well, unfortunately, we've lost the ability to uh, to get to callers on the switchboard. Once we cross the uh, the ten o'clock marker here, oh, so what are you gonna like look at a forum or something? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's blank. I can't uh, bring anybody on or hang up on anybody. It's out of my uh, Wow, man, they really clamped down on you there in Cyberland. It's like some yeah. Borg stuff going on there. Yeah, well, they, the way nice. they the way they've been able to make all this work because there's literally thousands of shows, and uh, you know. Uh, again, this is. I, I think what they need is a whole other level where when you know a show is going to be super popular, and there's going to be lots of callers, and there's going to be mayhem. You know, we need to we need to have another level of technology available. Don't I, I do it. Didn't you guys watch Terminator Two? Don't do that. that. That's what happened. That's why they take all the world. You're like, oh, we need somebody to control these shows, and then boom, Skynet, and then boom, hello. You're right. You're right. I prefer to view the world from a matrix mentality, though, you know. Ooh, not just, with, just without that fashion sense. Can we move on from the matrix fashion sense, please? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Not 1998 yeah. anymore, guys. No, you're right. But, I mean, Terminator's older than that, man. The yeah, but he became summoner. Come on, look at what Chikotsky brothers. They made Speed Racer. Come on. Yeah, but that one isn't That's so good. well, is it? Uh-uh. That's not... They, they seem to be their trajectory is 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 pretty much downward that graph you know the very first yeah matrix. they're like matrix one and they're like kind of like I guess we can screw up now for the rest of our lives yeah, yeah it, starts, it starts even further back than that their best movie Bound Matrix was actually a step down and it's just been nothing oh, but Bound that. that's right I always forget the stuff they do before Matrix I think the rest of the world does too but yeah Bound was freaking awesome that's worth watching see I don't even Hell know yeah. I haven't seen that one. Meg Tilly, Tina Gershon. That's all I'm going to say. Check it out. Uh, don't even, don't say anymore. Let them figure well, it out. I guess we also blew up the chat room because that never worked tonight. It did it, Philip? Nope, never did. Yeah. Man, sorry about that, guys. I didn't mean to like have a swamp of uh, of a swarm or whatever, a murder of crows or. Well, sure you, know, you did. Gaggle of geese coming. Of course you did. It's all part of your plan, but that's all right because yeah, I shut you, know, you down. It's a demonstration of power, and uh, you 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 did it yeah, very I, I well. Problem is, I don't know what the hell to do with all of it. Well, I Honest. really, honestly, it's it is super super impressive. I mean, because people just don't realize, you know. I mean, you really are. You got a kind of a whole uh, subculture under yourselves. Uh, I think that's the spook, that's the spooky thing is that people don't realize. Like, we'll come to a, a place and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, like you're really gonna who who the hell are you? You're gonna yeah, really sell right, us exactly. out?" And then we we sell the place out. And the, my favorite bit actually is the barricade bit where we come in. And we're like, you know, you got to make sure that barricade is the strongest barricade you got in the house. And they're like, yeah, 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 whatever. We had hate breed in here yesterday, and we had ministry in here the day before. And I'm telling you, man, we're going to have these 12-year-old little kids, and they're going to smash the barricade. And they're like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. And then, boom, first song, barricade breaks. Almost every other show, it's like that. And it's so fun. You watch it's security. It's splinters. Oh, my God. It's splinters. And the, and the, it does. It's like, and the security is running out. for the doors from the 12-year-olds. It is. It's great. Happens happens more than it should. 
Well, you, I mean, you've you've compiled the the imaging is is really impressive too. I mean, it is kind of all of a piece, and you know, it's it's cartoonish. You know, there's kind of a cartoonish vibe. Doesn't surprise yeah. me that 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 there's a strong younger element. How old how how old does the crowd go? Do you think? What, what's kind of the upper end? Uh, the upper end, and I think uh, actually it's weird. We get a lot of moms and dads. We get a lot of really old. So like what I'll get is you'll get like a lot of kids who are like, "This is my first show I've ever been to," and you're like, "Oh my god! Like this is the first thing you've ever seen. You've never been to a rock concert before." No, that's pretty sad. That the first thing you're seeing is me. Uh, and then the, you'll get the other echelon where you'll have some some dude who's like 70, 60 years old, like I've seen everything, man. I've seen this. I met John. Blah blah blah. I ain't never seen nothing like what you guys did. You just keep going. Ooh, you know. Well, that is a compliment as well, right? Now, you know, I was serious. You didn't. You kind of deflected it a bit. I, I'm real serious that that I see, you know, tremendous growth. You know, seriously, as an artist. No, I mean, I, I see a progression definitely. I mean, I, we're just progressing as, like I said, we have so much, so much time is spent working and surviving that we don't even really we don't we think about what we we want to achieve and what we like creatively. And we progress, but I think a lot of it's sort of natural, just because we just sort of go. You know, we're just we're always working, always working. We really have a time to sort of step back from the canvas and see the insanity that's been created. You know, usually we're always up in there correcting this and moving that, and everything from you know a piece of recording to an art piece to how we're dressed to the backdrop to the, the marketing to the shows to you know the whole nine yards. I mean, there's, there's so many aspects of of, of being in the business. And especially in a, in a band like this where you have your hands and everything and it's very independent and it's very creative control. Uh, and to step back from the canvas once in a while, like when I have a time off, it's like Christmas or something, and, I, and you just sort of see this, like, sea of kids and, you know, the type of records you released and the progression and, you know, look back at stuff. It is very odd. I mean, I'm sure I, I'm going to look back at it in a very odd way when I'm, like, 90, you know. It's a... Whoa, you know how did that happen? Well, that makes that all makes perfect sense. Like you say, if you're if you're in it, you're in it, and you're doing it, and you're putting out fires, and you're dealing with this and doing dealing with that, and and expressing your creativity. And it sounds like you know, as a unit, the the four of you really um, get along well and play off each other, and and you know, really are a creative unit. It's it's really impressive. I mean, it really is. At some point. You know, something someone like a Fortune magazine, you know, is going to profile you guys because I, I'm just not sure there's anyone who's who is who is as off the mainstream radar as you are who's doing the kind of business that you're doing. I mean, it's really yeah. I mean, I definitely, we definitely are the uh, the world's most famous unfamous band. You know, <laughs> how long's it been out now? Uh, well, I don't even think it's been a month, has it? It came out April 29th or something. And what are the sales figures around, approximately, thus far? I don't know. All, I'm not sure off the top of my head. All I know is that the, the last thing I saw, we were, like, number 20-something on the Hot 200, like, the, the Billboard 200 chart. And that's your own label, right? Huh? No, uh, it's uh, Uppity Cracker is our subsidiary than what we are, and and then we license out to other record labels. The record label we license out to for If is a record label called The End Records. I see. So they handle the distribution and whatnot. Yeah, they handle the sort of business side of it and stuff. And we do, like I said, we do business on like a weird way. Like you know, back in the back in the day, everybody would come in and take you for nine records. 
and then if they didn't do anything with you for one record, you're screwed. And right. nowadays it's even worse because there's a 360 deal where they try to take a piece of things that they shouldn't have a piece of because the record business is so sucky right now. Like you take a piece of your merch and all that kind of shit. So what we do is we just do sort of really normal, good business deals with people. Like, you know, we'll go with a record label. And, you know, we'll do our job and we'll, you know, go out and tour and they'll do their job. And if everybody's happy when we're done, then we do another record. If everybody's not happy, then maybe we and then we move on to a different company. But, you know, it works out really well because, you know, you, you do a record, everything's good, you know. We're doing our job. At the end of doing their job, everybody's happy, you know. Interesting. Do you have, do you see yourselves ever doing anything like uh, some of these Live Nation deals that, that the superstars are signing up for? Give me the money, man. Just show me the gold. Where's my cougar hands? <laughs> Where's my pot of gold, Leprechaun? Come on. Because uh, I'm guessing oh. they're probably aware of you by now. Yeah, must be. They better be. I'm smashing a lot of their places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way they like it, huh? Yeah, all right. Yeah, well, gosh, yeah, uh, real, real interesting conversation. Again, sorry about all the technical nonsense. No, man. It's, it's new. You know, technology is new. That's how it goes. You guys will uh, figure it out. We appreciate your persistence and, uh, you know, making sure you did get through. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad we, I did. It was fun. We saw a real live demonstration of the of the appeal. It, like Philip said earlier, <laughs> yeah. it was very punk rock, you know, the way it was very anarch, anarchistic the way they were shutting us down there. And it does, obviously yeah. it doesn't take a whole lot. So good yeah, luck with everything. It's really fascinating, you know, as, a, as someone who's been – Kind of you know following the the industry kind of in a abstract sense you know or in a general sense not abstract sense for a long time it's really fascinating to me you know how you are pulling all this off and how savvy you have to be uh, because I mean it does it doesn't just happen you know and it's yeah, funny it's, yeah it's, it's like war man you got to get beaten up a bunch and, and survive you know be in the be in the shit be in the trenches. And it's ironic of course because you because your image uh, you know is is, is kind of goofy. And and uh, uh, I don't know haphazard I suppose or or mm -hmm. something anarchistic and yet obviously the operation itself has to be extremely sophisticated and and very well run and tight and so th that makes it that much uh, that much more interesting when you have this clash between the reality and the and the and the the image that's projected. Yeah, well, it's fun. It's fun. It's a nice dichotomy, as they say. Yeah, the persona, that's the word I was looking for. Ooh, First, that is the right word. Yes. All right, well, thanks a lot, Jimmy, and, and good luck Thank to you, you and hope things keep moving along. And, uh, you know, I really think this new one's great. I, I, I love cool, it man. a lot. Thanks. I'm glad you like it. I uh, listened to it a few times through, and, and I don't often do that. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. Cool. All right, well, thanks a lot. All right, cool. I'm going to go break my neck now. <laughs> yeah, it, enjoy it. Right, and well, get on that barricade. Off. I will. <laughs> bye bye. Well, Jimmy's got to go wander bye. on stage here in a few minutes. He's uh, appearing appearing tonight in uh, in Tempe, Arizona. You can actually go to myspace.com/slash/mindlessselfindulgence and click on the tours tour dates button, and then you got to click a little bit more after that due to a current website uh, issue on their end as well. But you'll get a list of where they're appearing, who they're appearing with, heading out into the future, and you can. Uh, Find a chance to see them with a few other bands we've seen on this show and uh, keep in touch with them. So thanks to Jimmy for being patient. Thanks to uh, the guys from the T4 project earlier for also being patient, Shannon St. Ryan especially, Jason Cruz, Greg Hetson, Spike T. Smith. And, of course, thank you also to Lisa and Eric and also to all the MSI fans who, who made life so fun tonight. 
I am Philip Wynn, and this has been BC Radio Live. We broadcast live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, so be sure to visit us live to participate in the chat room when it is working and watch the live video feed when it is feeding. If you do miss the live broadcast, audio archives are available online. You are most assuredly listening to an audio archive edition right now. Or you can subscribe to the podcast to have BC Radio Live actually delivered to you each week. Until next week, aloha.